0: You get what I'm saying? I paid a thousand. I could pay a thousand dollars for another t shirt. I want the fucking shirt. You get what I'm saying? And then Rime Fest hit me up like, man, I'm sorry. It's a lot of shit, complications, and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, Kanye, I'm looking at you owe me a thousand dollars. You a billionaire and all that shit now. I, I don't even want the shirt no more. I want my money back. And stay brown shall Sit back. Relax your now while you're it's the Danny Brown Show. We are about to get live. Let's go. It's the Danny Brown Show. Sit back, relax. Like You're ready now. while your main studios. It's the Danny Brown Show. We are about to get live. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Live from Austin, Texas. It's the Danny Brown show coming from y'all motherfuckers at Wild May Studios, man. How y'all motherfuckers doing out there? Oh. I got the motherfucking booth boys with me. What's up with y'all, man? Yes, sir. What up, yes, sir. man? All right, man. We chilling. We chilling. Shit, man. I got to go to um, Oklahoma this weekend. So that's a cool thing, man. I got to show out there in Oklahoma if anybody, you know, if you around those surrounding parts, pull up on me, man, you know, check my socials to see where it's at and all that. It's the I mean, one thing I do say I love about um, being on the road and, um, you know, just touring in general is just every city always got like they delicacy and they got their food that, you know, when you go there, you know, it's the fire pack when you go there. I mean, what, what is the thing in Oklahoma? Anybody know? Like, what is the cool food in Oklahoma to go eat? I'm not sure. Here, let's look it up. I think it's also barbecue, right? It's barbecue? I think so. I mean, god damn it, man. Everybody got their barbecue beefs. Oklahoma got their own style of barbecue. I mean, I know like St. Louis and North Carolina, and then obviously Texas, so fried onion burgers. Or, I mean, you know when you go to like those restaurants that serve like some weird shit that you only could get anywhere. Like, oh, you know, like... um. If you go to um Cincinnati and it's a motherfucking Skyline Chili. And they put it on the spaghetti? Yeah. And, you know, me being from Detroit, man, I mean, Michigan, I don't know if people know that, man, but we put chili on everything. But spaghetti. <laughs> so that was a new thing to me. Yeah. So I was very intrigued by the Skyline Chili in Cincinnati. And I definitely, you know, indulged. I definitely indulged. They got me some Skyline Chili. And I realized why they call it Skyline Chili, man. Cause you eat that shit, man, once you hit the toilet, that's what you gonna see is a skyline, man. You gonna fly up off that motherfucker, man. <laughs> so shouts out the Skyline Chili. Like even they got the um the green chili in Denver. That shit's fire. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't know if people knew that though, about Michigan and Detroit in general, but we put I mean Coney Island, you know what I'm saying? So my favorite shit, man, is loose burgers. Y'all know what loose burgers is? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's pretty much like I would say, um, I mean, you know, like scrambled hamburger, like with the hamburger that you would put like on spaghetti or you would use for like Sloppy Joe. But in Detroit, we're just, yeah, and we put on a hot dog bun and we'll put just chili and cheese on top of that shit. So, like, I don't really eat like the chili. I, like, I lived across the street from fucking Lafayette Coney for like a year. And it was like, oh, my God, I can go over there in three minutes and come back with fucking loose burgers and chili cheese fries and shit. It was not great for my health. Uh, that looks like something I could eat every day. Or mentally. But, I mean, I was going through a bad breakup at the time. So it was very comforting. I will say that.
1: <laughs> so,
0: yeah, man. Shouts out to everybody out there, man, tuning in, man. It's the motherfucking Danny Brown show. So we're going to jump right into this shit, man. We're already getting to this motherfucking emails, man. Ask Danny. Ask Danny. It's the motherfucking first segment, man. And um, we got... um. Uh, Lack of sex in a relationship, man. God damn it, man. I mean, sometimes, man, that's, I mean, it's a hard thing because I, I I know it's it, it been a lot of times in my relationships where I was probably the person that was um the reason why I was a lack of sex. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know, man. Something about me, man. I I, I, I only want to put it down. You know what I'm saying? When I am feel like I'm a half step, ain't no reason to even, you know, uh, uh, it's no reason to attempt to act. You get what I'm saying? It's like a, sex is like an evil Knievel stunt to me. You get what I'm saying? I'm either going to win this shit and be a hero or I'm going to fuck up and die at the end. You get what I'm saying? So I really want to fucking, you know what I'm saying? I really want to win. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't going to fuck. I, it take me like, if, if I know I'm going to have sex, it take about three days of preparation. No bullshit, man. I got, I got a stack. I take um ashwagandha pills. You know what I'm saying? Some Maca. It's, it's this one pill called Long Jack. I throw that in the mix. And then they got these liquor store honeys. I don't know if y'all know about these liquor store honeys, man. But these liquor store honeys, I think they broke my dick, to be honest. Because once I first experienced them shits, I'm like, God damn, man. This is what I've been waiting for in my life. Because I was the type of person, man. At one point in time in my life, I knew this. I had this pharmacist. And he was like, well, he's doing like 50 years in jail, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you could probably Google the story. But he used to fucking, I mean, I. I was one of his, he would fucking, I would just go to the hospital and he can give me whatever the fuck I want. So he would sell me fucking a hundred Viagras for like $1,500 and i go on tour with him. And I was in, I mean, I was in my thirties and shit. I probably didn't really need these Viagras and shit, but the shit that I was doing on these Viagras, man, it was like, it made it all worth it, man. It was like, God damn, I'm talking about, I'm knocking out like five bitches a night. I'm like doing crazy shit, like Will Chamberlain shit. So. So I'm saying it to say my dick is terrible right now. It, it is. I'm I, that motherfucker. I'm surprised he even. He looked like Frankenstein. He got motherfucking stitches on him. You gotta fucking shock him. I need like the um the sh- gun, gun hit my shit with that shit too. Maybe do something. Yeah, the rhinos. I done done all that shit. So I'm just saying my shit is. He through. He through. So yeah, man. That was the reason why now you might get a lack of sex in a relationship with me, man. So you gotta love me for me right now, baby. That's all I got to say. Shouts out to my girl, man. I love you too, boo. <laughs> so my girlfriend and I have been together for nearly five years. We live together, we have a dog. And dogs, that 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 kind of fuck up sex too. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know what I'm saying? When you got like dogs and y'all got close relationships and shit, you want them to fuck the dog be in the room. Like I can't kick him, he looking and shit. Like. The other day I fucked through my dog like he was it's a little chihuahua so he was just like up here on my chest and shit you know what I'm saying and I was just able to do a little side move and like I ain't want to wake him up and like you know fuck with him so I'm just saying he was just there chilling like boom I'm just like I'm holding him like this doing my thing I don't know if that's right for him like is it like a dog sexual assault coalition or some shit like next thing I know I'm gonna get canceled like man I didn't I didn't pre I didn't, I didn't approve of that All right, man. Shouts out to Samson. He at home chilling, man. He missed me, man. But yeah, so yeah. So they got a dog, man. They really have sex anymore. Really started a new job. But he's saying they really have sex anymore, like single digit numbers since January. When I try to talk to her about it, she either dismisses it, says she needs mental health support or claims to have no libido. For context, she's 24 and I'm 29. I have offered to assist her in seeking a therapist, but that gets dismissed, and then she'll claim she's fine and needs no help. Asked her if she should go to a sex counselor, and every other aspect of our relationship couldn't be better. And she looked very unimpressed with the question. I understand the sex slows down as time goes on, but we aren't married and don't have any kids. She is the love of my life, and I can't see myself being with another person. She is who I want to marry, but I don't want to end up in a sexless marriage. Considering we are in a nearly sexless relationship, what should I do? Okay, I think I figured it out. Oh, Already just reading this shit, and I ain't like no genius or some shit, but I mean, dicks is dicks. I think she got some fire toys in the mix. She love you, but she got some shit that you can't compete with. And the only thing you can do is just join in on that type of fun. So you got to like start buying her like new toys. Because that's what I think. I just think she's a jack-off artist, man. She love you. She ain't cheating on you or nothing like that, but she just got a bad dragon. She got one of them crazy like, some shit that you can't never believe. Like, you put that in you? You get what I'm saying? She got shit like that and she might be ashamed or don't really want to talk to you about that shit of her putting like fucking, you know, fucking rocket missiles up her pussy and shit like that. So she like, all right, maybe, you know, she got to guide you in it slowly, but you just got to jump it off and just show up with like some big 12 inch dong or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Thick as fuck, like this what we doing right now. And then you will see what happens right there. I think that's the best way to go about that. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, man, communication is the best thing in any relationship, man. So, I mean, just sitting down and talking, man. Because a lot of time, man, like I say, man, a person like me, man, I only want to have sex if I'm able to put that shit down the right way I want to do it. So maybe, you know, it's a lot like mental health plays into that shit. Because a lot of times, like if I'm depressed or sad or some shit like that, of course I want no motherfucking pussy. You get what I'm saying? So maybe that's the thing with her, too, man. You might not be doing other things in life that's making her happy to make her want to fucking have sex you get what i'm saying so that could be a thing too so communication is the key man so maybe y'all just need to sit down and have a conversation and be like but you at 29 man you want some horny shit though man you you might need to go just jack off in the corner or some time man and you know talk to her a little bit man because you know i mean these it's you fucking with these millennials man they got plant-based diets man it's, shit's different man <laughs> you get what i'm saying so <laughs> you get what i'm saying you're not dealing with a bitch grew up on marie calendars pot pies and shit you know what i'm saying this bitch been you know so it is it is what it is okay so next one we got is my co-worker is a creep at work there are some nice people but there are also some very very cool guys one day me and my friend were talking about what if scenarios and my co-worker who is 50 years old fat blue-eyed, white-haired man who looks like he was running Tesla labs for Adolf himself chimed into the conversation. God damn, well, that was very descriptive. It's great writing right here. Totally out of context and completely unrelated. He tells me, he tells me and my friend, God, do I wish I can fuck my stepdaughter. And then proceeds to get back to work and leaves off completely stunned and mortified. I lately went on his Facebook and saw a picture of his state stepdaughter who is 24 years old. She was pretty good looking. But as I scrolled through more photos, I saw pictures of him, her, and her mother together. And she was six years old. He raised her. So my question to you guys is should I tell the stepdaughter what her stepdad said? And I don't mind breaking up the family. I don't mind breaking up the family. God damn. But I feel bad if she was actually into him and it ended up you know being a thing or whatever so looking for oh god and this this was average dick rick that was who was robot average dick rick um wow that is a um real crazy situation yes he's definitely a creep and fuck him and fuck whatever he got going you should call the fucking police and this what you should do give him a make up a discord and um Give him the discord and then just do like some pedo hunter type shit with this nigga. You said you don't mind breaking up the family. So just make up like a fake discord. Tell him college just, and then, you know, put him on the shit. Then you pose as like a 14 year old girl, get some crazy messages on him and do all that type of shit. Show up to meet him at some random Walmart. Show up with some cameras and shit. Put him on the cameras, expose him to the whole family and get him the fuck out of there, man. This shit is going crazy, man. Call the police now. Like, that is some fucked up shit, man. Like, we don't need to be, no, no, no. That's not cool, man. But average Dick Rick, you sound like you want to fuck her too. So I, I really think you kind of hating. If we want to be honest, man. So cause you're thinking too far in it, man. Why would you what is going on? Like, um, that shit is crazy. So um, um, the um the fucking um the 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 Will Smith and Chris Rock Smack shit.
1: That yeah, shit is man. crazy.
0: But I I, I I got a whole new take on it. I went to get my hair done recently. I mean, I know it don't probably look like it, but I was in there and, um, you know, they was twisting my shit up. They was doing what they got to do or whatever the fuck. And the um the beauty stylist was talking amongst each other. You know, I was acting like I was, you know, I was getting my hair washed and shit. I had my eyes closed. I act like I wasn't lifting, but, you know, I was in that motherfucker being nosy as a motherfucker. I won't hear what the bitches talking about. But they, so what happens is, um, they were all taking classes about, um, how to treat alopecia. <laughs> so what is happening is that I'm learning that, um, all these wigs that these bitches is wearing is fucking causing them to get alopecia. So I'm thinking, is that what happened with, um, Jada Pickett? That she wore so many wigs doing all these movies and this and that. And now she got alopecia. And now that caused all this time. Like now we coming onto this shit and, um, Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. But what I say is, say this, like, cause now these wigs are so good half the time. You don't even be knowing these bitches be wearing wigs and shit. But what we saying is, in the future, all these bitches gonna look like Jada Pickett. It's just a future of bald-headed hoes coming for us, man. I mean, I don't know if you guys are down with that. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, Will Smith, Chris Rock was just predicting the future, man, it wasn't, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's happening. So yeah, but I, I don't know what made me throw that in there. <laughs> but that's what happened to me. I thought it, it just cop, It just popped in my mind. I was at the um. I was getting my shit twisted, and they was like, "Yeah, cause if I guess as right now, if you're a beautician and you know how to treat alopecia, you get in like bank Like you know, you you getting a different type of clientele and customers and shit like that. Cause all these bitches bald headed now for wearing these wigs, and I ain't know that shit. So I'm just saying, when you hanging out with a bitch and she got some nice curly locks. The bitch look like Jada Pickett under that shit, man. We don't know what these wigs look like no more, man. All these bitches bald-headed, man, For what I know, man. So, I would say if you want to pick your girlfriend, or just look at her and say to yourself, will I still be with this bitch if she was bald-headed? Because that, that's the future for us, man. It's the future for us, man. So yeah, man, moving on. <laughs> to the next segment, man, motherfucking white people shit. White people shit. White people shit, man, just, um, you know, like I say, man, I've been dealing with white people, man, for a long time. Been a long time I've been dealing with white people, man, and, um, they're different. They're different. The thing is that I love about white people, they're unapologetically different, man. They don't give a fuck. You fuck with it or not, you can deal with it or you can not. You get what I'm saying? Fuck you. The way they living is the shit. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, and I would say some white people shit is dinner parties. Dinner parties is some white people shit, because niggas, we ain't... Dinner, a dinner party starts at like 8 p.m., 7 p.m. They like show up at 7, boom, 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 mad wine, hors d'oeuvres and shit. You get what I'm saying? And the craziest shit for me, man, was the most uncomfortable shit with me for dating white girls and shit was showing up at dinner, and you got to sit around a table with the whole family. Niggas don't really do shit like that. You get what I'm saying? Everybody got their section. You get what I'm saying? They be like the section for the kids. They be like Niggas separate their dinner parties like nightclubs. You get what I'm saying? The kids got their own, and everybody eat at separate times. The kids eat first, you give it what I'm saying, then the mamas and shit, they can come, they got to fix plates and shit, like you got to be in, you got to have a baby mama, like she will fix your plate and you cut the line type shit, you give it what I'm saying? Everybody separated, the men in one room watching the game, eating, the women, they done cooked and shit, so they not even hungry, they not even eating the shit, you give it what I'm saying? So that is that, you give it what I'm saying, but white people, man. They really, sit, I mean, the first time, like, dating a white girl and had to go to dinner and, like, sit at the table with her, me, Danny Brown, imagine this shit, sitting at the fucking table with her family. And this wasn't, like, you know, I wasn't, like, young, I'm, like, in my 20s when this occurred, you get what I'm saying? I will say it was the best chicken scallopini I ever had in my life. It was, I'm talking about the thinnest, these motherfuckers beat this meat with a motherfucking, um... Uh, he had to do that shit with a motherfucking savage mallet. Like, that shit was so thin, man. I ain't never had no chicken scallopini ever like this in my life. But that was an Italian family. I don't know if you want to consider that all the way white. Because I've been to some real white people, um, dinners, families, and it's casserole buffets. It's all it is, man. It's just casseroles, man. I mean, I don't know, man, what the deal is with the casseroles, man. And, um, yeah, they put carrots and lasagna and all extra shit, man. They just do shit that they don't supposed to do, man. I mean, and then there's no seasoning. I guess everything is like customize your seasoning yourself. As far as like when white people cook their meals. I mean, I don't want to be like into stereotypes and shit, but stereotypes only exist because they kind of true. A motherfucker had to, they had to pull from somewhere to come up with that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that is another thing too. I don't know if you thought of this shit. You know what's on white people shit too? Assist. White people love to pass. It's only the best white basketball players. They just known for passing. Pistol Pete Maravich, Steve Nash. That's why it's such a big deal when a when a black ball player is good at passing because they look at us just selfish. We just want to dunk on niggas, do shit like that. But the white boys, they be dishing that bitch like, oh, here, take this, take this, boom. That's why I only, like, think about it, like pitching. White boys just like to throw shit. I don't know what that is, man. Quarterback. Niggas don't get them jobs. You get what I'm saying? Even Wayne Grassi was great at assists, right? So yeah, assists. Assist in sports are great when white boys are doing it. I will say that. So yeah, that's white people's shit. Because niggas don't, we ain't come up. I never thought about playing basketball. like, I want to be good at assists. So that's why it's great when, um, when niggas are good at Like LeBron, Magic Johnson is a very small number of black dudes that can pass. Because we selfish, man. We just want to dunk, get the highlight, do a dance move. On some shit while you're laying on the ground. You get what I'm saying? Niggas don't wanna so I would say that's how you know white people are nice. That's their whole shit. They just wanna see you shine. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, they're gonna be like, I made that happen. That's they whole shit. That's their whole shtick. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> white people do love um workshops too. For real, man. My girl's taking a pottery workshop right now. And uh, I don't know how she came up with that shit, man, but that's cool to her, I mean, get her out the house to do a lot of shit, man. She do Pilates and shit. But she started to do um, pottery. And But I really think it's just because of uh, our lack of sex life and she's trying to recreate the ghost scene, maybe. And she like, maybe if I <laughs> I learn some pottery, you know what I'm saying? This nigga pull a Kevin move on me, but I don't know, man. So, <laughs> so that is that shit, man. But you know what I'm saying? Spin the wheel. So, like I say, every time I sit the mirror and I, you know, I get a glitch in my brain. I told y'all, man, it's a lot of substance abuse, a lot of drinking, man. So, a lot of times my shit don't work right. But right now, when it does happen, we spin the wheel and we'll make something happen. Let's go. Kanye. God damn it. I really am not going to say too much about Kanye because I really feel like he's going through a lot and shit. So I'm not going to be real sensitive about this subject. But Kanye owed me $1,000. That's the real story we need to talk about. I actually I actually DM'd him on Instagram one time. was like, nigga, where am I stack at? And I'm going to tell you what happened. Um, You know his Donda Foundation. His Donda Foundation, I guess one time they was trying to round up some money and they was actually, you know, doing some shit. It was actually run by another rapper. His name is Rhymefest. They hit me up in the DMs. I'm like, would you like to donate to the Donda Foundation? And we'll give you a custom t-shirt, like a free, you know, Donda t-shirt type of situation and shit. And who doesn't love Kanye shit? Like far as clothes and shit. So I'm like, hell yeah. I would love to have a fucking, you know, like a, you know, like a foundation Donda type of this way before you're doing a Donda album and all that kind of shit. You get what I'm saying? I was like, of course I love to have some shit like that. What what is good? What is a good donation for me? And I'm an underground rapper. I'm not these other niggas. I don't have big mansions and private jets and all that shit. So I was like, maybe, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little costly for my budget, but I donate a thousand dollars to the Donda Foundation. You get what I'm saying? I donated a thousand dollars. I never got my t-shirt. It been year. I'm talking about this over like five years. Even one time I got mad, I went on Twitter and I said some shit like, man, Donda finessed me. Where's my fucking t-shirt? I ain't even mad about the money. I wanted the fucking t-shirt. You get what I'm saying? I paid a thousand, I could pay a thousand dollars for another t-shirt. I want the fucking shirt. You get what I'm saying? And then Ryan Fest hit me up like, man, I'm sorry. It's a lot of shit, complications and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, Kanye, I'm looking at, you owe me a thousand dollars. You a billionaire and all that shit now. I, I don't even want the shirt no more. I want my money back. So you talk about all this empowerment. Pete Dave, you ain't got no problem with him. You got a problem with me and my money. So yeah. I ain't got no thousand dollars just to be giving away to no nigga with no billions. Run me my money, man. This ain't, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. When I see you, we got problems. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Kanye West, man. All oh, I love, man. For real, but yeah, I, I felt finesse though. So, and I also wonder. How many, oh well, me and my thousand dollars, you know. I mean, I guess I'm not saying that I mean I I'm hanging out with you guys, so I'm kinda cool. So I I'm I I'm 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 able to make another thousand dollars. But <laughs> what about the people that ain't, you know what I'm saying? They use their actual money or like you get what I'm saying? Kanye fans. So I feel like he ran a scam right there. Like, who knows? We we helped them get to this billion, man. You need us, man. You you use the fans, you scammed us, man. And, I feel like a whole ass nigga too, because why I even fall for that shit? Like, why'd I even do that? I should've been like, Kanye, you better send me a beat or something, man. I ain't got time for no foundations. That's white people shit too. They love nonprofit organizations and shit like that. So I know for a fact he done finessed the shit. We can put that in white people's shit. The Kanye Donda Foundation, nonprofit organizations. Because white people love a nonprofit organization, man. Niggas got to get paid, man. You see what Black Lives Matter did? Six million dollar mansions and shit. Niggas ain't playing that shit, man. So yeah, man, Um, I want my thousand dollars. Facts. Am my refrigerator broke. There's some shit that got to go down. <laughs> but yeah, all of, I, see, I got to clean it up because i be a rapper and shit. And they blackball your ass, man. Being blackballed in rap music, man, is not fun, man. I mean, it's just they don't help you do nothing. <laughs> they won't help you do nothing, man. What about his stem player? Did you get his uh, his stem player? That was a, that, I, I feel like that was a finesse too. See, now we know. Now we know he really be scamming the fans, man. You don't need no stem player, man. You could. It's a website that'll do that shit, man. <laughs> to any song you put in, a motherfucker. What the fuck? Is that right? I'm pretty sure it's a VS. It's something, man. You can, bro. You don't need that shit, man. You. That's a. I love Kanye, so I'm about it shit. I mean, nah. You don't need that. That's not. That's not nothing you need in your life. Like, It's a lot of things I bought in my life by having money that I regret. And I'm pretty sure a STEM player would have been one of those too. <laughs> so yeah, he finessed. But he won't give me my $1,000. Selling STEM players and shit. You get what I'm saying? Where my money at, man? I ain't got time for this shit, man. For real, man. I love Kanye, man. But you've been scamming us for too long, man. That's some bullshit, man. But the Kanye situation, man, that's how you see, like, man, because I feel like he always start out with good intentions. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like when you see, like, what they say, like, you live long enough to see the hero become a villain. It's almost one of those kind of things. And I will say, man, I, I really regret my, my time and like, I, I never thought I was, like, a bully or something like that, but I was always silly and shit in school. So I was always, like, I wouldn't say pick on people, but I guess I would pick on people. You get what I'm saying? And I remember it was the star basketball player in my high school. His name was God damn it. Maybe we should, you know, blew the <laughs> We can bleep it out. But yeah, but he was the great man. He was a star basketball player. He had the curly fucking genuine high top fade and shit. The coolest kid in school type shit. You get what I'm saying? But for some reason, just because he was that, I would pick on his ass because I wasn't impressed by that shit. You get what I'm saying? So any given chance I would get, I would just always just find a way to like roast on him or like choke on him. And I would like fuck with him all the fucking time. i like, fuck with him. And at the time it was like he was he he had aspirations of being a star basketball player. And I, at the time in school I had aspirations of being like a, a rapper. You get what I'm saying? And we would always just like roast each other. Like he'd be like, you will never be a rapper. He hide the fuck. You know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, nigga, you will never get in the league. You get what I'm saying? And my whole argument with him would be that I was like, man, shit. Nigga, it, it, you got a small window to make it to the league, my nigga. I can make it to the, all I got to do is be good at music, man. I can be, it, it'll happen. What you did, it took the 30. You get what I'm saying? But I would always just, pet. But even just saying something like that to somebody and putting that kind of thought in their brain, I, like, I really feel bad that I did that. Because that's some shit. Like You get what I'm saying? Having this person that you go to school every day and y'all in some type of competition, that don't even have nothing to do with each other. I'm doing music, he doing sports. You get what I'm saying? So if you do bad in a basketball game, I, have, I had a paper in my hand. Like, look. You went four for 14 last night. You think you going to the league? Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I would fuck with him. And even got to the point where we seen each other like after school. And we seen each other like in like a nightclub or some shit. And I was like super drunk. And I just went crazy. Like, I told you wasn't going to the league. You ain't shit. Blah blah blah. You like 20-something now. You ain't playing nothing. Like you ain't doing shit. Like, nigga, you ain't shit. Like I was like, I was just so drunk. I like screaming, like being not. Like, really, I was not being a cool person at the time. You get what I'm saying? Like, somebody, I, I really, he deserved to whoop my ass, to be honest. But he didn't, because we had, like, a, you know, we still had a respect for each other. Because even was to the point I was being so drunk and just talking shit. He was like, Danny, you tripping, man. Like, chill out, man. You tripping. You tripping. But I say all that to say, man, he ended up raping a motherfucker and killing him. So, you get what I'm saying? Like, you live long enough, man. To see the hero become a villain. I think to myself, man, me bullying him and me fucking him up like that. Did me did I am I the reason that he ended up being like a motherfucker that went to jail for murder? Now he's in jail for life. He's never getting out. And I'm a rap star. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so I don't know who won in that situation. Because I'm not like a fucking, you know, platinum selling artist or no crazy shit. But I I did beat him. I still, I, I, <laughs> I still beat him, you know what I'm saying, so that is what it is, man. So goddamn, Uh, next up this week on uh, motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, nigga. Which is where when I break down black people slang for you white motherfuckers that don't get it. But, like I say, I love y'all motherfuckers, it's not done in a harmful way or anything, I'm just trying to put y'all up on game, but I don't think this week, I don't think this really had nothing to do with y'all, because I don't think y'all really gonna have to go through this, this is really for all my real niggas. And it's um, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody, if you got a lot of humble, whatever, man. And he just, he pull you to the side like, I got to holler at you. You be like, you got to holler? What you got to holler at me about? Like, when your homeboy I pull you to the side or he texts you, he call you, I got to holler at you. And you're like, what you got to holler at me about? Like, man, what you got to? And you always worry because it could be a life-threatening situation, but it's never that. And 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 then it always tell you what it is when you call him or you hit him up. And the first thing he does, he just breathes real hard and he goes, "Man, that nigga about to ask you for some money." So let me tell you, <laughs> that's what that means. When your homeboy ain't tell you, <laughs> "I gotta yell at you about something," and black people slang that means he's just about to ask you for some money. So just get your check butt out, and if that's your friend, you give what I'm saying, like, you know, you hold him down, you do whatever. And if that's not somebody you fuck with like that, then you know that's not a reason to talk to him or answer him back at that point if you ain't got it. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, I experienced that a lot of time in my life, just that heavy, that heavy first breath, and he goes, man. And it always be some bullshit, too. The thing about niggas, man, they'll finesse you on some shit. Because there'd been a lot of times where the homie been like, man, my, my, my light's about to get cut off. Or, um, shit, man, you know, you know, some fucked up shit. And then you give him the money. Next thing you know, you look on Instagram, he in Vegas. <laughs> he has some pool party popping bodies. Like, nigga, I'm not trying to fund your parties and having fun and shit. But yeah, that's some shit. I'm not saying all niggas lie, but niggas be lying. <laughs> so that is that, man. Spin that motherfucking wheel. And then we are getting to the God damn. I mean, it's not a, because that's some shit I like keep secret to myself, like 4chan. But to be honest, man, 4chan ain't always, I mean, it ain't, that ain't really what it, right now, man, it, it kind of getting, it's kind to turn just like porn. And like some freaky sexual shit, than more so than what it was. I mean, you can go on like the, the 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 poll and random, but for the most part, man, it'd be like just a lot of sexual freaky freaky shit going on on 4chan right now. So yeah, um, but I will say, man, I still visit it time to time, and I gotta see what's going on. Uh, my my favorite. I mean, I'm a random person, always been a random B person. I just hang out there, but it always be some crazy shit, man. It's just right now it's not the same. I mean, if you don't. I mean, 4chan making me a little horny. I guess I'm just saying that. Like, I'm not, cause I feel like it's kind of normy to like go on like Pornhub and like jerk off and shit. So it's like Reddit. Or, like, if you can jack off on Reddit, like that's like some future internet shit. Because <laughs> I don't think it was built for that. You get what I'm saying. So it's like, I'm breaking, I'm breaking internet walls and lines and shit that I'm supposed to be crossing and shit. So, I, like, I, I. So a site like Reddit for me is damn near pouring right now. Or Reddit or 4chan and shit. Because you can, I mean, it's, it's just play at your own risk. And that's what, you know. So that is that. That is that. That is that. So <laughs> <laughs> so we got some fit checks going on. Drap set. All right. Here. Let's, uh, the first one, we got LeBron here. That's LeBron? Yeah. Um, this is dope. This is dope. LeBron is stronger than a motherfucker, man. Look at them legs, man. (laughs) Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, fuck, man. Like, And then he's been doing this shit for damn near 20 years. The fucked up part about my life is that I'm older than LeBron. I remember when LeBron was coming out of high school, I was selling crack and shit, watching him and doing high school games and shit. So then I feel like, fuck. But now I feel like LeBron is older than me some type of way. So I don't even know how that transition happened in life. But uh, (laughs) because he going bald and shit. I mean, he's been going ball since he's like 18. And I have a um theory on that. I think LeBron's been taking steroids his entire career. He's just been knowing how to mask it like some ill Joe Rogan HGH testosterone type of ill stack. You get what I'm saying? And that's why you get them ball spots. You get what I'm saying? So, and he don't cheat on his girlfriend. And that's another thing that I feel like because you know the dick, yeah, it's, this nigga shit probably. What if you look like LeBron, but you just got a two inch dick? Like what if, what if fuck people head up to know LeBron had a micropenis? You get what I'm saying? Like, what well, if that a thing, I'm just saying he got, you know what I'm saying? Could got micropenis energy. So yeah, <laughs> this, this fit gets two micropenises. <laughs> Machine gun Kelly. See, he got a bad bitch, so I can't really front, you know what I'm saying, no matter what he wear, he has a nice looking lady on his arm, but actually this outfit is nice. I, I wear this. I would say out of all this shit that I've seen, this is something I wear. I don't know if my belly could hold it down, but because uh, I got the dad bod and shit, but this is something I wear. I maybe swap out the shirt for something else, but I like the, the iridescence, is that what you call that? That's like a that's like a candy, that's like a, you know, that remind me of old school, like the candy flip. Remember the old school candy? The old school cars, like you get the um the paint jobs and shit where it flip colors and the light and shit, it remind me of that kind of shit. You know, I'm always down with some nigga shit, so I would definitely like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I fuck with that. So yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, and I don't know if I um look at his outfits or even look at him like a fashion guy and shit, but this is fire. That's fire. I fuck with that. Hell yeah. All right. We got Virgil here. That's Virgil. That's yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's some shit that I would wear. Like, it's all about proportions and shit. This is futuristic. This is what we're supposed to be looking like in this day and age. And yeah, this is next level shit. I couldn't, like, I couldn't think of this, but then when I see it, I'm like, "Fuck," you know, that's fire. And then when you do it, you, you dick riding. So that's what make him a fashion guy. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, this I would love to wear this outfit. So maybe I mean, I pull something off like this one day. Yeah. But this is, yeah, I like this shit. I mean, cause that's what it's at now. I mean, you gotta think we came from the skinny jeans and you know, shit was like that. So now, I mean, it's going into more baggy, baggy shit, which I love cause I don't want to work out. So I want to be able to wear some clothes. I still look good in and shit. So now we're in a baggy phase. I'm, I'm lit cause I ain't fat. You know what I'm saying? I ain't fat, but I ain't ripped. So you throw me some baggy shit on, you know, so I look good. Then you can keep weapons on you and shit. Ain't nobody gotta know. Ain't them pants, nigga, you can put like a fifth of liquor. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can come prepared. You don't need bags no more. You get what I'm saying? So, I'm down with that. When I was in high school, I used to buy, like, size 38 pants. And I wasn't even wearing, like, a 32. Like, I probably was, like, a 28, 29, shit like that. And you will get the duck bill. You know what I'm saying? Where your fucking the belt, your belt would be wrapped around your waist, but the front of your pants would be hanging past your dick and shit. And you have to wear, like, a long shirt to cover that. So... I feel like we're going back in those. That's my era of fashion. You know what I'm saying? We really want to think about it. But we was buying size 38 Bugle Boys and shit like that. <laughs> size 38 Dockers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Them bitches hanging down to your knees and shit. So, yeah, man. I, I guess, man, as far as like, having baggy clothes and shit, man. I'm all down with that, man. Because, like I say, I'm not trying to work out right now, man. I just want to have a good time. <laughs> and we got Drake here. Kind of a minimal outfit. What do you think? Uh, he don't give a fuck no more. He could just show up wearing anything. It's fucking Drake. I love Drake, man. Shouts out to Drake, man. But yeah, he just... he The look on his face is saying where the bitch is at. It ain't about the clothes no more. That's what I told you, man. It's about his face. He pulling up with all face energy, man. It ain't about what I'm wearing, what I'm doing. I'm just letting you know. Drake and him up the fucking house. They gonna say it on the mic and the bitch is gonna pull up. But yeah, that's... You know what his face actually looks like? When you go to Amsterdam and you go to Red Light District, you think it's some fun shit. you get what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm gonna go see naked bitches in the window and all that. But then it's a hundred niggas out there with this look on their face. And it's terrifying, man. You get what I'm saying? Like, you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, oh shit. You never know, man. It's aggressive when so many horny men is stuck in one closed area for such a long amount of time. Like, man, that's, it's worse than prison when we free. You know in prison you know there's some discipline that, and then you got some rules like you know what you're in here for. but out in the world everybody thinks it's it's all for the taking man that's scary man that's some scary shit so yeah i'm not uh, I'm not fucking with that <laughs> Drake is up uh, that's the Drake red light district horn dog outfit man he get five micro penises <laughs> He fully charged up
1: all who's right, this
0: michael keaton michael keaton this I like this though. This yeah. Is, this, this. I mean, he dressed his age. I mean, the mask on, but the mask look like a diaper though. Why that mask look extra bigger than normal? Is that just me, or is that just like an extra big <laughs> mask? No, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it's too big for him. That shit fat, like the fat ass mask, man. But no, this is fire. This is how you post dress at that age. I feel like this is real mature. This is some old fly nigga shit. You get what I'm saying? When I get that age, I'm hoping I'm busting out some shit like this. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. shout out to Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, that's Birdman, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Birdman, one of my favorite Batman, movies, man. Beetlejuice. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, he always had swag though. He been bald for a long time too, bro, right? Like he was mm-hmm. he was one of them type of niggas that was holding on to his shit <laughs> yeah. longer than what he's supposed to, right? <laughs> yeah. Like on some Frasier shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is like, like I say, man, you can look like a salad or you can look like a stew. He kind of mixed it. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you're supposed to do it. It looked random. It looked like he just picking shit. What he? It looked like he just wearing what he got clean. You know what I'm saying? Which I that's what I kind of do too. That's my new way of wearing clothes and shit. Instead of like washing all your shit doing all the time, just like I keep a certain shit so then it's like the washing machine has become my stylist. I'm only wearing what I could wear cuz it's clean. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so now I'm not thinking too hard about my outfits and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's making it So it's making it fly, man, for me. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. Last one. Uh, Slow tie. I don't like that. That's that's nasty. That's too freaky. I mean, slow tie, that's too freaky, man. I mean, yeah, that's that's some joke. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I don't really got too much. I love slow tie as an artist and shit, man, but I don't like that. I don't like that. But that's the fucked up part of some shit I would wore fucking four or five years ago, but I don't know, man. I just don't, it don't look comfortable. That shit look hot. Then the way the knee, you see the way the knee, the bulk, the bulkiness of where the ankle and then it get tight at the top right there. It's like is the I don't know if that was his size. Like if if if, if it w- it didn't fit right, maybe. I think the proportions are off. And then like I say, he looked like a stew. It's one solid color. You know, we're not doing that no more. It's too planned. It's too like you get what I'm saying? And then he threw gloves, like it's yeah. Then he got the mat, like it's doing too much. It's all it is. This is literally doing too much, man. man. For the most part, it's um it's some flat shit. I'm pretty sure it's probably a fucking expensive-ass outfit. That's the thing about it. You pay fucking 7500 to look like that. I mean, it's some joker shit. I love slow tie, though, but, man, just wear some regular clothes, man. You ain't got to do that, man. You slow tie. You get what I'm saying? Let Jared Leto do that shit, man. That kind of looks like the exact outfit of Neo from The Matrix. That's like exactly what he you wore. Think <laughs> It's just that I don't know what's throwing me off is the leg. The, the the bulk the bulkiness of the bottom ankle area where it gets tied up at the top it's like some is it real or we're we in a simulation this is the matrix so you telling me this computer generated slow tie never wore this outfit so i'm gonna go with that because i really respect them this is some ai this this slow tie ai and they them fucking computer generated this picture into them at the fest that's probably what's gonna be man they're going to tell you next year, man, Met Gala, you can pay $35,000 or you can get your subcomputer generated there for ten. And it's going to be a lot of social media influencers. Like I was at the Met Gala with their computer generated images on their site and on their page and shit. <laughs> I can totally see that coming up, man, which is some fucked up shit. So yeah, man, we done with fits, man. I um, actually started to, um, I, I, I um, start to try, um, better health. oh yeah yeah the therapy website i said let me try this out man i'm I'm gonna do some better help shit because i've done therapy before but not on my own terms i would say i did if you if anybody know the um, vice they has that therapy show i wasn't on that shit i mean i was on it but my episode never came out (laughs) because it was fucked up man i actually realized that i had a lot of trauma going on in my life and yeah, this nigga right here, man, he fucked me up, man. I want to say fuck him, but fuck him. You get what I'm saying? Like, uh, For real, and what it was, because you know me, man. I tried to come on there, and I was like, oh, I'm going to be silly. I'm going I'm to be Danny Brown. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to make jokes. And I wasn't taking therapy serious. You get what I'm saying? And then when I sat down with this motherfucker, man, you know, I was joking. I was playing around. Then we went to break. I was like, oh, this ain't as hard as I thought. And he gave me this look where you don't never want to see a black man look at you like that. You get what I'm saying? He, like, pierced my soul. Like, like looked at me like, all right, for real. And I went outside and I smoked a cigarette. And then I came back in and we, we we started the session back. And this motherfucker started hitting me. Just hitting me with some shit. I'm talking about it got to the point in the middle of the show, I was, like, breathing heavy, holding back tears, like, fucking me up. And it made me not respect therapy at that moment. Because it made me feel like, man, you know, therapists are humans just like everybody else. What if they're going through a bad day and you show up and you want to tell them about your shit? And he's like, man, you know what I'm going through in my life, motherfucker? Fuck what you got going on. And he just start hitting you with some shit just to fuck you up even more. So I was like, I don't know if therapist really even, you get what I'm saying? Like, that's some next level, like, Matrix Code type shit. Maybe they not even supposed to be a part of this real earth. Because he hit me with some shit, man. He made me feel so bad, man. When I left there, man, I was fucked up for months. I was eating, like, thousands of milligrams of fucking edibles and shit just every day, just not to even be, like, to think about the shit. But it made me realize that I was just, you know, suppressing a lot of shit and hiding a lot of shit. Maybe there's a lot of shit that I need to face. So, like, fuck it. I'm going to start doing, like, better health and shit and, like, start doing that. And, you know, so, yeah, I got my first one coming up. So, yeah, shout out to me for that. Because I don't want to go to, like, actually, like, a therapy office. I did therapy in jail as well, but I was so horny and shit. And been locked up for so long as a female therapist. And then I would only, every time we would talk, I would just guide the conversation back to sex some type of reason. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure her as a therapist in jail, I'm pretty sure she dealt with that a lot. You get what I'm saying? But I just couldn't escape it. So some type of way, I would always just guide the shit back to sex and shit. So it was fucked up, man. So yeah, that is that. Spin that motherfucking wheel. Then we'll get into some video game reviews that they had and shit. Lean. This is crazy. It's really crazy because I literally just drank lean this weekend. Which is... uh, Which I know. And I would tell you guys, I had a real bad lean addiction, and it was like, it, lean was probably the worst, I mean, I've done a lot of shit, obviously, but I would say lean was probably the worst drug for me, because it fast-forwarded life in some sense. Like, I would be able to get like a, and like I told you, I had that plug at the, at, at the hospital and the drug, the doctor would give me, so he would give me like pints of lean and shit, I would have pints of lean, and it's, I will tell you this about lean, it's the most amazing taste you ever had in your fucking life. And me, I'm a person that loves soda anyway. Before I even got into the shit. You get what I'm saying? So I'm a soda drinker anyway. So that was already a bad thing anyway. And, but you would drink lean and you were just like, I was like fucking just, it's like a state of euphoria almost. Like you, you hear music different. I can listen to a song like 88 times in a row and not thought I heard it once. You feel what I'm saying? Which is probably not a good thing. But you slept all the time. I slept the best amazing sleep in my life and all that. But the worst thing about it is obviously the withdrawals. And when you can't get it, and you know, going on the road and being on tour, I mean, I've shitted at places that I definitely shouldn't pull it over at. Driving over in fucking bumfuck Indiana, pulling over at some country buffet or some shit with a confederate flag, and you pull up in that motherfucker acting like you want something to eat, but you just really got to take a shit because you can't find no lean. And when you take a shit, it's just all liquid. It's just liquid sewage, and it's just terrible. And then when you find lean, it's like, oh, my life is safe. It's like... No one should care. That's the only thing about lean that makes it so bad. You don't care about bitches no more. You don't care about clothes. You don't care about, like, you just want the drink. And it tastes so good and it's all that. And I would say, like, in these new rappers, they have come so accustomed to it from, um, you know, because it's just been in, like like, a, a scene thing for so long that, you know, it's like a thing. Like, it's a part of, like, the lifestyle of being a rapper. But I'm telling you, it's not. It's not. Because it makes you the, the least productive. I didn't. I would like miss interviews and like miss flights or like you get what I'm saying. My manager been calling me all fucking day. He don't know what the fuck wrong with me, but I'm asleep. Literally not doing anything. And like I said, a fast forward time. So you'll be like, you be you got a pint of lean on Monday, and we pulled up on Monday. Next thing I know, it's Thursday. It's chicken wing boxes, pizza boxes, everything fucked up. And you don't even you like it's Thursday. What the fuck? So yeah, nothing should ever make you be like that. You get what I'm saying? So, but I will say the lean that I was drinking back then doesn't exist anymore. Shouts out to Justin Bieber, it's all his fault. Yeah, Justin Bieber, it's activist. The activist was the most amazing thing you can have. And I will come up with like all different types of concoctions for it. Like my favorite pull up, like people always, you know, I'm from Detroit, so Fagos was always a thing. You know, you pour it in the Fago cream soda and all that. But I discovered I really liked it pouring it into um, cherry Dr. Peppers. And it, it was a real mature taste for lean. Like, you give what people like, people that like to drink their lean in Sprite, they will look at me like, you are fucking insane that you're drinking lean on a cherry Dr. Pepper. Because at the end of the day, you don't want a soda that has caffeine either. You get what I'm saying? You want a soda that's no caffeine so you can, you know, feel the effects of lean the most. But I, I liked it the cherry Dr. Pepper, which I think they probably, no, it's probably exists. They probably discontinued it. They probably bring it back here and there. But yeah, the cherry Dr. Pepper was probably my favorite. Probably my favorite version of Lane. You get what I'm saying? You want to talk about video games? <laughs> video game reviews. Goddamn video games. So yeah, um, I guess the most thing I'm um excited about with video games right now, man, is um, I'm really excited about getting a Steam Deck. Was anybody else like just hyped for it? Like, I mean, I've been looking at reviews and shit. I mean, I did my reservation and all that and paid for it and all that. But I mean, like, I mean, I, I just know how much the, um. Yeah, the Steam Deck, my bad. I, I have um, fucked up. Not the Stream Deck, the Steam Deck. <laughs> I just have a bad, yeah. There we go, right there. Yeah, the Steam Deck, man. I'm just really excited about being able. I mean, probably regular people won't be able to get one until about October. But by then, I'm, I'm probably going to be doing a lot of shows and turning a lot. And I just know how much owning a Switch has changed for gaming for me. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I would game a lot on my, like, I had, like, a uh, a Razor laptop. So I was able like to play a lot of Steam games and I was on the road, but just be able to like have that on a plane and shit like that. I mean the, the Switch is great. The Switch is great. Don't get me wrong, but it's certain games on Steam, like just those independent games and like just being able to be able to download those, be able to play those at random and do shit like that, I think is a cool idea. So I mean I just hope I just hope it don't have like um any like Joy Con problems like is is it really durable like far as the button pressing cuz you know when you're using when you're using machines like that and you're taking them on a the road, you're taking them everywhere you go you're going to tend to use those a lot and be you know you might drop that shit a lot so i just really uh, that's my really concern is how durable it will be you know what i'm saying and um just like that um but um for the most part me playing video games right now i'm um i'm i'm just excited that um what the fuck? Um like like I don't know got no more spend <laughs> Spin the fucking wheel. Sister Mera, I'm sorry. But I was really talking about just some old games and shit like shots out Highline Miami, all the in- independent developers and shit like that. So that's really what I think is the cool thing. I know Switch had a lot of independent games, like, but it took a lot but just to have those like, you know, four dollar, five dollar games that I can be able to buy, I think it's some cool shit. So yeah, we're gonna spin the wheel again. Come on, let's get it. One more time. One more time. Last time Wheel of Fortune. Simulations. God damn it. I haven't been talking about this the entire time. This whole thing is a simulation. I don't know what y'all motherfuckers even thought about. This is not real. There's no possible way Danny Brown is doing a fucking podcast on Tom Segura's network. Who would ever thought that would happen? So that's how I know I live in a simulation, but maybe, you know, everything happened for a reason, so shouts out to Time and... Motherfucker Christina, man, for even giving me this opportunity because this has been a thing for a long time, man. Like, when I first, you know, was on, when I first was on Wild you know, it was just me being a fan of the shit. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, and loving the shit and just like, you know, just a part of the whole mom culture, you know, shots out to all the jeans out there. You get what I'm saying? So, me doing some shit like that is like, me doing some shit like this is like, what the fuck? You know, some dream come true type of shit, I guess. But Time, me and him was um, I remember one time we was talking on the phone, he was like, man, if you ever want to do a podcast, man, you a fucking I, that shit be fire. I was like, man, I don't want to do that shit. I was like, I do that shit, I do it with you. Cause at the end of the day, me doing that shit myself is a lot of fucking work. Putting that shit together, man, time is like fucking master P with this shit, man. Do you get what I'm saying? He no limit in this motherfucker. He got a whole shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, right. so I so I thought to myself, but I would say I was drunk at the time we talked, because I, I know for a fact if I was sober, I probably wouldn't have said this shit. I was like, man, fuck that shit. If I'm gonna do it, i do it with your ass. If you down to do it, i do it with you. And he was like, man, I don't know. You know, he, ain't, he didn't say yeah or no at the time. He just was like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? All right, we'll figure it out. And then we talked again on the phone. We was kicking on the phone again. He was like, you know I'm moving to Austin, right? I'm like, and at the time, I was just now starting to make my transition and start to move to Austin. And I was like, what the fuck? This is fate. This is fate. But then I said, you know what? No, this is the simulation. This is somebody." pushing the word you get what I'm saying this is this shit don't supposed to happen man this is I don't even supposed to leave Detroit I never I supposed to live and die in Detroit I'm supposed to live in fucking Austin Texas but this is somebody who's in control of my game that's like you know what they bought some downloadable content updated the software and now we're here man and I'm in Austin Texas and it's a fucking beautiful experience man I can't believe that we're doing this shit it's so fun so like I say we're gonna have a fucking great time doing this shit man so shout out to Time Wild Mage, everybody booth boys you know what I'm saying it's lit. It's lit, man. It's lit. So, um... Story time with Danny Brown. I guess I'll share another story for you guys, man. And we'll end it off with that, man. And I would talk about, man, it was a time... Well, let me know that, um... I don't know, man. I was in the 10th grade, and I would skip school a lot when I was in the 10th grade. So no one really knew what age I was or what grade I was in. I don't know if I looked. I mean, I probably look real young for my age, but I, I, I... I did a lot of mature shit. You feel what I'm saying? And it was this senior girl. Her name was Akeisha. We'll put her out there. Akeisha. So you know I was getting myself into trouble. With Akeisha, she wasn't the most prettiest girl in the school, but she was a senior. And she dressed real nice. Like, you know, she had drug dealing parents. So, you know, she dressed real nice. And she drove a Ford Escort. And me at my age, having a girl in 10th grade, they didn't have cars. So she um. You know, she was a senior, but she, I didn't tell her what grade I was in, but she didn't know I was in a 10th grade. But I say that to say, it made me skip school more because when I went to school, I would have to hide from her in my class to not, um, you know, let her know what age I was or what grade I was in. So it, <laughs> it's just some fucked up shit. You get what I'm saying? It's some fucked up shit when you really think about it. So I'm skipping school just because I want to date the senior girl. And then, but at the end of the day, I'm not mature enough. Because I don't really know how to handle it. Like, we'll skip school together and shit. take me to her house while her mom at work. Which really means you're supposed to be fucking. But me, I'm at this age of fucking, I'm just not getting pubic hair and shit, man. I don't know. I, I'm not even comfortable with my penis size shit. I don't know if I want to whip this out in front of people. I don't know if she think it's, I'm like, she fucking 12, 12th grader. Football dicks, man. What's she going to do with this? You get what I'm saying? I don't know. So, I, so we'll go to, we'll skip school at her house and we'll be like making out. But I never try to fucking shit. So she thought I was a respectable gentleman. It's just I was scared. Do you get what I'm saying? So, you know, but after a while, you know, we dated. We dated and it was all cool and shit. But one time, you know, some other guys started coming into the picture. This is what I say about, like, jealousy and shit like that. So I knew I wasn't old enough or mature enough to handle her. And, you know, it was some older guys that were her age that was, you know, and they would come around, like, fuck around and shit. I remember this one dude bought her some Burger King at lunch. That pissed me off. You done bought my bitch a Whopper. You get what I'm saying? I'm like, you bought my bitch a whopper, cuss. Like, that's disrespect. You know, that's my bitch. And you brought, you know, you left school for lunch, came back. I mean, it's 99 cent whopper time, but you done brought my bitch a whopper, though? That's like, it's disrespectful. You know? So I cussed the bitch out. I'm like, I cussed her out. Like, you let, that nigga, you let that nigga buy you a whopper and you ate it. You know what I'm saying? Which I don't know. That, that probably could have got canceled now because you got to feed the bitches. I probably could get canceled now for that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, you know, but I was really mad about her buying it. I was really mad about this nigga buying her that Whopper, man. And as her being a bitch, she goes back to him like, and like, I I don't know, go, I wouldn't say go up, but she tells him that I'm upset about him buying her the Whopper. So now he mad at me like, what's up, Dian nigga? Like, So what you trying to do? You know what I'm saying? So he owes some, what you trying to do shit? Minus to tell you that I, I'm in the 10th grade. These niggas is older than me. This nigga drove a Camaro to school. I'm catching a bus. You know what I'm saying? I live on the east side. You get what I'm saying? So these niggas, so I'm like, so at the end of the day, so we get into an argument in the hallway. Like, what you trying to do? I'm like, what you trying to do, nigga? And one of the homies that I was with, he was, a, this nigga name was Sicario. I, I, see, I didn't even know what Sicario meant back then. But there was like an African black ass nigga. His name was Sicario. And when the nigga, I was like, he was like, what you trying to do? I was like, what you trying to do? Sicario choked the nigga out. So that made the beef some ill shit. Just to give you a fast forward to the story, Sicario killed his parents. So go back to the story. All right, boom. That year actually too. He shot his dad and his mama. But um, so yeah. So now Sicario jumped the beef off and choked the nigga out. So I got beef. So after school, I'm scared as fuck to go to the bus stop. So I'm trying to finesse these niggas. I keep seeing them ride around. They circling the school in the Camaro. They looking for me. They catch me. So I try to finesse them and get on the bus. But I went on the opposite bus and got off that bus to, like, throw them off the track to go the way that I'm going. But they still caught my ass. And they beat the shit out of me, man. In front of a church. The Shrine of the Black Madonna on Linwood. Beat the shit out of me. Boom, boom, boom. Beat me up. I ran back home. And I did the, um. Uh, you know, the boys in the hood, Q saying, Them niggas jump me! Crying, punching. Like, I'm ready to go kill these niggas! and they're ready to go do that shit! And I guess, you know, I'm saying all that to say, if a nigga just trying to feed the bitches, don't get mad about it and don't get jealous. Just let them, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes the bitches be hungry, man. Let them eat. And to say that to say, this is the Danny Brown show! <laughs> I love y'all motherfuckers! Thank you for coming out and good night.